0: Today's episode is brought to you by Positively Productive Systems, whose mission is to be the antidote to your stress, and to provide compassionate productivity resources and coaching that help you heal and achieve. Be sure to check out both free and paid resources at positivelyproductive.com resources. You want to design your approach in a way that makes you hit the mark more often. And the way to do that is to make the mark easier. My recommendation for doing that, instead of planning details, create a framework instead. Focus on how you will show up. Develop general guidelines that help you stay in alignment. And start with less. You're listening to the Positively Living Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Zerotny, founder of Positively Productive Systems and a coach certified in time and stress management, helping overwhelmed clients make space for what matters. Join me each episode as we explore ways to live a more proactive, productive life with topics and guests that speak to simplifying self-awareness, systems, and so much more. I understand overwhelm personally as a fellow multi-passionate entrepreneur, wife and mom to kids and cats, and former caregiver. I'm here to help you choose what's right for you so you can do less, live more, and breathe easier. Sound good? Let's get to it. Welcome to the Positively Living Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa, and I've been looking forward to sharing this episode with you for a while because I really enjoy how counterintuitive approaches can change the game for my clients, and I want to share those discoveries with you. As a productivity coach and self-proclaimed planner, it might sound odd for me to suggest that you plan less, but if you've been overwhelmed, especially around the end of the year when everyone is going on and on about planning for the year ahead, and what are you going to do in this year ahead, and what's it going to look like, and do you have it planned out, it's a lot. And I think you're going to find this episode refreshing and encouraging. Please understand, I'm not saying don't plan. Strategic planning, reflecting on where you are and where you want to be headed, and creating a roadmap to get there, that's a crucial part of reaching your goals. But what I see more often than not is people expecting to create a full year's roadmap with so many details that it becomes so discouraging they quit planning altogether. So let's find the middle and effective ground here. The idea to do this episode was inspired by one of my clients. She's a multi-passionate entrepreneur with a successful business and a family, and has a goal of publishing her first book next year. And she's on track to do it. She'd done a couple of strategy coaching sessions with me in the past year while seeking out that elusive life balance, I'm using the air quotes, so many of us crave who are juggling business and family. She's a high achiever without a doubt and has pushed through so many projects. But when she found herself struggling to consistently set aside time for writing, she decided to book my signature coaching package for the Ongoing Accountability. The package starts with a strategy session, so we work together on a plan for her to write consistently each week, and we designed it in a way that leaned into her preferences and mitigated her challenges. Then we had regular check ins to help maintain that consistency, troubleshoot issues that were bound to arise, and celebrate successes. Speaking of successes, in six months' time, she's written 50,000 words. It's amazing, right? So what does it have to do with planning less? I am so glad you asked. Let me share what we actually planned. While we did have a plan that addressed when she would write, that would be time blocking, right? And how she would encourage this habit through boundaries, transitions, environment. We didn't get specific on what or how much she would write. We planned for problems we expected to arise and created workarounds. We planned for what success could be, but focused more on the many different ways her effort could be counted and celebrated. That would be the success. This approach is critical for establishing the habit of writing and building necessary momentum. The kind of planning we did created a built-in buffer for something that is guaranteed in any project for anyone. And that's that the plan would come off the rails sometimes. She had nights that she had to work instead. She had nights where family was sick, nights where she struggled through feeling blocked or emotional and couldn't write as well. And yet in six months time, she wrote 50,000 words She still developed momentum to the point that she now can't not write. And she was able to see the success much more readily because she didn't back herself into a corner. At first, it was hard for this Enneagram 1 to let go of her perfection and lean into this approach, but it's not only been a proven success with word count, she found another powerful benefit to doing it this way. Her exact words? It makes a better story. In Metafashion, we noticed how that was necessary for her plot as well. The idea of planning in detail, whether it's plot or productivity, it's enticing, right? You feel like there are fewer unknowns, which I understand can be scary, but it's not possible and it's not in our best interests. This is especially so for questioners and rebels and those who struggle with consistency. You want to design your approach in a way that makes you hit the mark more often. And the way to do that is to make the mark easier. My recommendation for doing that instead of planning details, create a framework instead. Focus on how you will show up. Develop general guidelines that help you stay in alignment. And start with less. If you're tempted to get too detailed, keep this in mind. One, Planning everything is simply not feasible. So what you're actually doing is wasting energy up front that could be used to prime your productivity for taking action. Two, it stresses you because you don't have control. And then when it inevitably doesn't work the way you planned, you end up disappointed and or feeling like you failed. Not true, but it's how you feel. And three, your focus on planning and executing those details may distract you from potential you can't possibly see ahead of time. Like my client did with her story and how it made the story better because she was able to explore differently and not be locked into specific details and plot points. So this is why quarterly planning is so popular and why I recommend clients work with me for a minimum of three months. It's a seasonal thing too, which I talk about in episode 119 on how productivity is impacted by seasonal energy. There are natural cycles of change, so planning with fewer details and more frequent check-ins will help you not only stay the course, but improve upon it. The concept of planning and executing in shorter bursts is highlighted in the book, The 12-Week Year, which I have on the Positively Productive website's Favorites page. I want to keep this episode short, so perhaps I'll dig into it in another episode, but be sure to message me if you'd like to hear more about that. Let's wrap up this episode with some ideas of ways you can adjust your approach to planning. You can create more generalized guidelines to start, you know, take out some of the details. But if you really like to keep in details, then be sure to anticipate change more and add in contingencies and check-ins to honor that. That could mean more options and more review points or both. Another option is to work with an accountability coach. If the support I described for my client sounds like something you'd like, head to positivelyproductive.com coaching to see details on the signature coaching package. And if you have questions about it, I welcome you to message me or to book a discovery call and we can plan your next steps. The end of the year not only encourages planning, it encourages reflection. And for me, gratitude especially. I want you to know how grateful I am for you, whether you're joining me for the first time, the 50th, or even more. I wouldn't be here without you. And I want to thank you so much. And as you plan for the coming year, my wish for you is that you enjoy the process, that you embrace the unknown, and trust that less planning will give you a better story. Thank you for joining me today. Your time is precious and limited, and I'm honored you chose to spend it with me. If you have feedback, questions, or want to schedule a chat, head to positivelyproductive.com slash connect. And if you are looking for any of the resources referenced on the podcast, from books to products to training and more, go to positivelyproductive.com resources.